What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I'm your host, Julian, and today I do have Javar back on the pod. We're doing another NBA pod. Great episode. We talked about a lot. It's right before the All-Star break, which they're planning to have here in Atlanta. And, um, guys, we have so much to get to. Uh, we did a really good, really long pod, about an hour. And uh, it's just packed with a lot of information. We have a lot of back and forth, a lot of great conversation and discussion. We talked the MVP race. We talked All-Star. We talked surprise teams. Teams in a danger zone. It's just a lot of great conversation. I know you're going to enjoy it. Um, but before you hear the episode, please, guys, hit that subscribe button. That really does help the pod grow. Also, if you're new to the pod, please, uh, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I should say, please leave me a five-star review. That'll also really help the pod grow. And um, I think that's everything. So let's go ahead and get to the episode. All right. Javar, we're back, man. Another episode, NBA edition, current air pod. Uh, there's a lot of things that we have to discuss. Uh, we, we've been off for, I want to say a month. We haven't done one of these in a month or so. So it's, it's a good time to catch up right before All-Star break uh, and just see how everybody is doing, man. We got a lot of teams in the danger zone. Uh, we got a lot of surprise teams. The MVP race is insane. And of course, like I said earlier, we got All-Star heating up. So we're going to talk about it all, man. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing? It's good to be back, man. It's, uh, I think we picked a good time to, to discuss because it's kind of like, uh, like I said, rounding up to All-Star and kind of the dog days for some teams. They're looking mm-hmm. forward to the break, you can tell. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely get into some of those teams. But I'm going to start off with some of the teams that are kind of in that danger zone I was talking about earlier. There's a lot of teams that, I mean, myself in particular, I thought would be better uh, just based on their roster, based on the conference that they were in, based on their division. I thought this team, these teams would be better. The first one of those is the Washington Wizards. Now, I'm not going to say that they were going to make the postseason. Uh, I'm not going to say that they were going to win 50 games because, you know, they're, they're, they're still the Wizards. But for them to be 6-16, six and 3-7 and seven in their last 10 with Bradley Beal, who leads the league in scoring, and Russell Westbrook, a former MVP, it is outright pathetic. Uh, they're, they're in the weaker conference, which is the East. Their division is terrible. I, I just don't understand why they're so bad. What's going on with the Washington Wizards, man? Well, uh, so they're, I mean, they're, they don't have a good roster. It's just, let's just be frank. I mean, <laughs> I, I thought that Westbrook and Bill would be enough to get them into like the seventh seed or something, you know, right. Uh, in that or, range. At least fighting for that playing spot. Yeah, exactly. In that range. But, uh, I guess I just being ignorant to not watching the Wizards. I mean, when you look at the roster, it's 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 sad. I mean, I don't. It's just <laughs> only guys I recognize as former Laker former Lakers. Former Lakers. Yeah. Yep. And um, I mean, even and then then once Thomas Bryant got hurt, like they're really the only center they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was just all even more downhill. I mean, they they have no defensive uh, makeup at all. I mean, they they're the worst de- defense in the league. Um, well. For, like for the whole year, if you just right. count when, whenever uh, the Nets had the Harden trade, they, you know, they're pretty down, far down that list too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it just boils down to they don't have no no talent, they don't got no defense, and uh, Russell Westbrook, <laughs> when he's not playing the Nets, <laughs> uh, when he's not going against Kevin Durant, he is uh, like it's 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 pathetic. I mean, it's sad. It's this is like his. He's 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 scoring. I mean, okay. So let me get his stats right now. He's at, and he's he's gotten this up. He's starting to play a little bit better, like passable efficiency. But for like the first few six weeks or so, it was like he was shooting 
like 38% from the floor and <laughs> 29 from three and, you know, just bad. But he, he's got his percentages up to respectable now. But it's just at the, at the end of the day, he's not making that impact as a superstar that he used to. And mm-hmm. he's still got like three more years on his contract. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And I, I saw that Bradley Bill said something, I think, yesterday that he still wants to stick it out. Or, or he didn't say it was like reported that he still wants yeah. to stick it out. And um, he wasn't going to demand a trade. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, you know, I guess it's just bigger than basketball. Maybe him and his family love D.C. And, you know, they just like to be there because it right. don't seem like it's really it don't seem like he cares. He's that press, you know, to try to get on the winning team. So that's his life, his career. And that's really yeah. all I got to say about the Wizards. I guess they just going to be just out there. And it's hopeless because they don't got. Well, if I were if I was a fan, I'd be happy that they're this bad because they need to be they need to get picks. They need to get mm-hmm. draft picks. Yep. So there's no point in, you know, just trying to make the playoffs with these guys anyway, to be honest. Yeah. They're, they're where they need to be. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. But this next team, I like these these guys were just in the NBA finals. Um, they did lose Jay Crowder, who was starting for them in the NBA finals. But they have Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, who, you know, basketball, white Twitter loves like. The Miami Heat, these guys are are pathetic. Just like just like Washington. I mean, they're not as bad, obviously, but to be ten and fourteen, and I'm not. And I was just going to say that, like lately in the last week or two, they've they've they're trying to pull it together. They're four and six in their last ten, but for them to be this bad and not even be in the playoff hunt, well, technically they are because they're in the East, but um, they were or they've been hanging around the bottom of the conference since the season started, really. Uh, these guys have just not gotten off to a great start. And I know Jimmy Butler's been in and out of the lineup, but what do you see out of Miami that's making them not as well? Or I, I guess like, because like I said, last year, they they surprised everybody, you know, but now it looks like they're not even going to get the chance. Yeah, I mean, remember they were like a fifth seed last year, right? So it's not like they were blowing the doors off in, in the season. But uh, it just seems like they kind of had a hangover. Yeah. Um, you know, and... It, early in the season, Jimmy Butler was averaging like 11 points, <laughs> and then and then he then they got hit with COVID, so yeah, Butler was out in the lineup for like two weeks. Uh, I think Bam got it, uh, and there's a couple other guys. So they you know they were decimated by COVID. It's just one of those weird things. And at least they're trying to pull it together now. I don't, I don't feel like they're in danger of missing the playoffs, but because um, they're especially because they're in the East. Mm-hmm. But it was it was weird, right? Just a team that just came out of the finals, and this year they're probably going to be like 500. <laughs> which is crazy like that's just with the like, same you know, roster pretty much yeah right? exactly and that's just what i was getting at like they basically have the same roster minus jay crowder but this season has just been just been strange man we, there's something we talked about yesterday where um like covid and guys being out like the the nba safety protocol i mean you you see what they're doing with kevin durant like it's just crazy how guys are missing games now um so like i mean i i guess it is a little excusable but it's it's just it's so weird, like just the the way the season's going in terms of schedule and pacing. It's it's very very off, very weird. Yeah, it sucks for the Heat fans and, and the team because I know a lot of people were doubting them anyway, right? And it's like, right, yeah, right. it was kind of a fluke. Yeah, tis tis. They are, y'all ain't doing nothing anyway. And yeah. now it kind of feeds into that. So, but for that's sure. probably where they like to be. They probably like to be underdogs in a sense, and nobody expecting nothing from them. I, I'm pretty sure by the end of the year they'll be. Probably back in that fifth, sixth seed spot. Yeah. 
Man, let's let's move on to the Western Conference. Um, this is the tougher conference of the two. Obviously, can, can we stay can one more team yeah. in East? And it wasn't on a run. Yeah, the Celtics. They're they're not. Yeah. I mean, I didn't ex- I didn't have my expectations up that much because they, uh, you know, they uh, Kemba missed like the first month and mm-hmm. and then and now Marcus Smart is out. Um, yep. So you know, I was already kind of like they lost a lot. They, they're losing some talent and they lost Gordon Hayward. Yeah. So, but. Mm-hmm. They're only 12 and 11, one game over 500. I, I expected better than that. Really, uh, most teams, like, they, when you look at the standings in the East, I mean, yeah, the third seed, the Brooklyn Nets, 15 and 12. That's what's going on there. <laughs> Celtics are 12 and 11 and already a fourth seed. The Raptors are supposed to be in our danger zone, but they went on a little three game winning streak and they back in the fifth seed. They were mm-hmm. like, <laughs> they were like 13th a week ago. So, yeah. You know, there, it's, it's, it's very fluctuating uh, in the East, but. Celtics and Raptors are both teams that a week or two ago we would have had on our list for sure. For sure. Interesting. Yeah. And um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are playing insane right now, Uh, especially Tatum. Like, he's just taking his game to another level, and you love to see it. Yeah. I mean, Brown, he's looking like an all-NBA type of player. Now Tatum, like a top-10 type of player. So they just need the guys around them. They got the core. Like, they just need to – I mean, I don't know what kind of pieces they can – what kind of moves they can make. But, um, you know, they've got the talent to in the playoffs and the game to slow down. I wouldn't want to play, uh, play the Celtics. Right. Yeah. In the East anyway, if I was an Eastern team. So. Yeah. Not the Lakers. No. <laughs> so let's, let's go into the West. Um, let's let's talk about the New Orleans Pelicans. These guys talk about an abysmal start. They, they started off five and ten with all the talent they have with Lonzo, Drew Holland, not Drew, uh, uh, Eric Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, JJ Redick, like these guys have a squad. I I I spoke very highly of them during our preseason pod. I was like, I got them at a seventh or eighth seed, fighting for that play-in spot, and you probably don't want to see them in the first round, like that type of team. And for the first month of the season, they were anything but. Like they were so disappointing. And I'm they started I'm, I'm, off good, right? They were like what six and three when they started, and then it just went all downhill. Yeah, but yeah, they they had a fast start when the season first started. Yeah, and you know it's it's weird because like these guys are one of my league pass teams, so they're they're one of the teams that I'll always watch if they're on if the Lakers aren't on. Um, I mean sometimes even if the Lakers aren't on, I'll just have both of them games on. But yeah, man, like I I mean I'm not sure if it's if it's Stan just just can't get to the young guys and you know because it seems like their their main problem is they can't close anybody out, which is. Which is, you know, that's, that's not really saying a lot for a young team, but it, it's it's also weird because Zion is is just is emerging, like, <laughs> and I I kind of feel bad for Ingram because obviously obviously Ingram was the All Star last year, the most improved player, and he's still putting up good numbers too, but like it's it's blatantly obvious, at least to me, who the guy is, and Stan Van Gundy's out there playing him like thirty to thirty one minutes a night, like I, I don't. I'm I'm not sure what the game plan is here, or like if they care about winning. I I don't know, but currently for Zion, you talking about his minutes for Zion? Yeah, mm. I mean currently, you know they're they're 11 to 13. They for the the past 10 games are six and four, so they they have pulled it together. But I expect this team to be much better, especially this early in the season where teams probably aren't really ready to play. But here go these young guys that are going to run you off the court. What, what do you think about the Pelicans? Uh, you know, maybe if they had a longer training camp, I could see that. But since things were kind of just thrown together, 
uh, a team that with a new coach probably was going to, you know, have, have some growing pain. So I, I kind of liked what they were doing at first, uh, slowing it down and focusing on defense because I assumed they were going to build on that. But, mm-hmm. you know, two months later, they're still playing slow. And, you know, they're playing a little better recently as well. Like, um, you know, like they, they picked it up uh, to where they're, they're – they're, so their starting lineup is actually their best lineup. But, like, once they go to the bench – you know, it just falls off a cliff. They don't have really a good backup big. They depend on Steven Adams to anchor their defense. Mm-hmm. Um, Bledsoe hasn't really had a great season. Lonzo is up and down. He's been a lot more up recently uh, once he started having some trade rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then only other only guy off the bench they could rely on is like Josh Hart, really, to give him some minutes. J.J. Redick has not had a good season at all. Like he's right. he, he he has so many like one for eight, oh for seven type games. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he's getting older, so you kind of expect that. Um, His so, minutes are down, too, though, this year. Yeah, yeah. And and even going back to Zion's minutes, I mean, we're complaining about him getting 32 minutes. Hell, he was getting, like, 25 last year playing one, once a week. <laughs> so, yeah. let's, let's not be too greedy. Um, and I think uh, – what's what do you think about Zion? Like, how does he look? Did, to me, I feel like he was just – Maybe because he was just so pent up, but he was so much more explosive like last year, and even especially at Duke. Whereas this year, he doesn't have those huge dunks and those huge blocks, those huge athletic plays like it just pop off the screen. And to me, what popped off the screen is like his strength, mm-hmm. like his 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 hops. Doesn't look like he's getting way above the rim. Mm. Is, that, is that just? Uh, uh, I I I can't say that that's something that I've noticed. That, that I mean that would make me think about it, but. I like to look at it as more of like an evolution of his game. I mean, he's going into his second year where this is going to be his first full healthy season, knock on wood. So I'm assuming he wants to go out there and prove that he can actually play and that he's not just a highlight reel. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, because like from what I've seen in, in the games that I've seen New Orleans, like Zion is focusing on bullying you, like getting to the paint, like just bullying you, being more athletic than you, being stronger than you and just finishing at the rim, which I love. Um, I, I don't know how well it's going to work in the postseason when the game slows down, but right now it's it's fantastic, and I, I love to watch it. But every now and then he he still gets gets a lot from Lonzo, and he throws it down. I mean, maybe maybe I'm I'm not looking at the at what he was doing before versus now, but it, it doesn't bother me. Well, uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me, and you know you just got to remember this is only his second year. He's only what twenty, so mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of pundits and analysis people forget that he's a he's a young guy and he's only gonna get better so right. you know just based on what i've seen I've, i'm i'm thrilled with zion i didn't really have too high expectations for the pelicans because i didn't think stan was a good coach for them but he's doing okay um I, I think it's more just they don't have no depth they don't got no talent outside of their starting lineup uh quick question for you have you what are your what are your thoughts on alonzo where are we at with him yeah, because it seems like he's the bellwether. If he plays well, they usually win or they're mm-hmm. competitive. If he's out here, you know, with six points, they probably get the Kulo blasted. <laughs> you know, man, it's crazy. It, it feels like we have this conversation about Lonzo a lot. Like, you know, Buster. I, I still, I, I don't think he's a bust, and I, I know that's not what you're asking, or maybe it is. But that's what you asked me, but no, um, no, not that. Just like okay, where like how do you feel about him? Is he? Would you? Yeah. If you're a Pelicans fan, would you have faith in where he's at? Then, especially since he's about to be a free agent. I'm just saying, like, uh, should they think about trading him or should they yeah. keep him in their core? Ooh, we um, if 
if if the Pelicans still had Drew Holiday, then I would say bye bye Lonzo. But because they're not getting anything from JJ Redick or uh, Bledsoe, they need Lonzo, and Lonzo clicks so well with Zion. I think I think it's worth having him around. Um, but they don't have to pay him the max next year. Like I mean, right. I, I I think his max is what seventy million or something like that because he doesn't qualify because he doesn't have any awards or something. So Mm-mm. he's a, he's a number two pick. So it's whatever. Uh, oh. Whatever Ingram has, so like one fifty something. One fifty, ooh, yeah, they're, they're definitely not going to pay him that. So, um, but maybe he can get that somewhere else. Well, I, I think he had to do four no. year, four year, hundred mil. No. If anybody no, no, no. pay him I, that, I, I, I don't <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I think if, if he goes to a new team, like the most that they can offer him is four years, a hundred mil, right? Something like that, yeah, like hundred ten, yeah. something like that, yeah. Yeah. Now I, I don't know, bro. The Knicks, hey, they, hey, they might they, they sniffing around. Apparently, they, they're, they're one of the teams interested. Yeah, yeah, they they they, they might throw them that bag. Um, we'll see. But is is Lonzo worth that right now? I, I don't think so. But I still think that he has the potential to be really good. I just I don't I don't know what his block is because, like you said, he's up and down, especially this year. Um, like the past two or three weeks, like he's been very aggressive. He's been shooting the ball. Uh, but then sometimes he he just goes in in that in that hole and he he just wants to play defense and pass the ball, which is fine. But in order for a team to be successful, they need more out of you because you're capable of it. So I don't know, man. Especially it's, if they're gonna pay question. you like a, a you know a star. <laughs> yeah, pay you. Yeah, taking up a star a star slot. They they need star production. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I, I don't. I basically just to say, I think if I was a Pelicans fan, I I, I wouldn't even panic if they make the playoffs. Great, but you got to re- realize you're building around Zion, so it's all about his timetable. I, I wouldn't be worried about Stephen Adams and all these other vets. Like is Zion Ingram and maybe Lonzo and where your draft picks. But you got to remember this is supposed to be a young team. I don't really understand what they were trying to do. If they were trying to be a playoff team or what, I, I think I feel like David Griffin, the GM, got to make a decision. Because mm-hmm. I think they on they might be better off just getting a, a lottery pick. Wow. Okay, we'll see. What about this next team, the Dallas Mavericks? These mm. guys took the Clippers to a what game six, and I think Porzingis got hurt mm. uh, last season. A lot of people said that this team could have beat the Clippers in the first round. Um, well, it took them to seven, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, they did because Luca hit a crazy game winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they took them to seven. Um, both of us, both of us, always gush over how good Luca is. Last year, he was, in my opinion, he was an MVP candidate, top five. Um, I, but like this, I, I don't know who this team is. Like, this team has disappointed me all year, just like the Pelicans have. Um, and it, it's weird because obviously, I give them a pass for the first few games because Porzingis just wasn't there; he wasn't healthy. Um, but since he's been back the past what two weeks or so, he hasn't looked great. Um, but maybe that's something that, that'll, that'll come with time for him. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I think out of out of all the teams I have on here, this is the team I'm most worried about. Um, what about you, man? What, what's your opinion on Dallas? They're they're so weird. I, I I don't like you. I don't really know what's going on here. Um, I mean, I I I didn't like the Josh Richardson for Steph for Seth Curry move uh, mm-hmm. for them. Uh, just because I watched a lot of Dallas last year and. Seth Curry was great for them. Like he yep. he was he was uh, always a great bench option uh, when Luca was 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 resting, and he played well with Luca. He he could get his own shot, and he's a a dead eye spot up shooter that teams couldn't play off of. They had right. the best offense I think of all time last year. Yep. Um, 
So I don't know why you would mess with that. But um, it, it, as far as Porzingis, he, when he came back last year, it took him about a month or two to get right. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, that, you know, you, you would hope that he would have a better understanding about, uh, you know, wh- how, what his transition would, would be like uh, coming back from an injury, especially since it wasn't, you know, coming back from an ACL, you know, people give you time, right? But he just had like a meniscus surgery. That's not that's not a, a big surgery. That's not something that's a career ender, you know, or a career alterer. Mm-hmm. So nobody expected him to be so sluggish and, and rusty getting back. But I think, you know, just looking at the talent, once he gets going, he's going to be an impact. He's going to be right for them. It's just, do you want to do this dance every year? This guy gets hurt. <laughs> he can't finish. He can't play a whole season. He always gets hurt. Like for the last, I mean, every, think every year of his career, he's gotten hurt. Uh, you know, once at some point by the end of the year, he just can't finish. And he's, yeah. it's kind of a history of guys seven, three or seven, you know, taller than like seven, one, uh, that, you know, it's just break down. Whereas Manute Bowl, um, Yao Ming, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. The dude from so, Kentucky, Sam yeah. Bowie. Sam Bowie. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. So it's just something about being that tall is just not, meant, you know, the human body's not meant to be that tall. It's weird. So, um, or you could just be like Boban and only play three minutes a game because, you, or your knees will explode. <laughs> you rang. <laughs> <laughs> so, as as for the Mavericks, they got to think long and hard about you know which route are they going to go. They're, they're getting close to this fork because I don't think Luca is going to be fine with them just being mediocre. He seemed like he's going, you know, he he he's got a bit of a temper that's going to boil over. He's going, you know, demand for a trade. I don't think they're going to do it, but. Um, you know, when it comes time to sign a, a, a Supermax rookie extension, you know, is Luca going to push that and be like, eh, I'm not going to do it. Or, you know, just sign a shorter term contract. I would right. put it past him. I don't I don't think he owes Dallas anything in yeah. the offseason. He, he doesn't stay in Dallas. He goes back to uh, Slovenia. Uh, you know, so uh, Dallas better stop playing thinking he's going to be Dirk staying around for 20 years. Just, you know, fine with <laughs> being mediocre to the one time they get past the past a certain threshold. And actually yeah. win, because Dirk was messing around for like twelve years before they finally won. They don't make them like that no more. So, um, I, as far as this year, I don't really know what they can do, man. I don't know, you know, if they got Porzingis pay uh, tied to a max. Uh, there's not really anybody that I would want on their roster, so I don't know what kind of trades they can do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're kind of stuck. They just gotta they gotta figure it out what they got what they have yeah. and play better. It's still yeah. time. Uh, they they're on a three game winning streak themselves, but. Just when I look at when I watch them play, they're not as fun to watch to me as they, as they were last year. And, and it's just something just something off about the spirit of that team. I don't really know what it is. I can't put a finger on it. Yeah. And, you know, it's weird. Like they like these guys have been in, I think, like they, they allowed like 120 something points, 130 something points the other night. Like 150 to the Warriors in, in regulation. Yeah. yeah. Like their their defense is abysmal. Like it is completely non-existent. Um so it's it. They've, they've they've got a lot of things that they've got to shore up. But um, one more thing, know, they had they had COVID problems too. So I, you know, you got to under you know get respect that I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. they, there was a time where they only had like seven bodies that can play, and yeah. like Luca was like the only starter. So yeah, and you know, Luca's in what his this is his fourth year, third or fourth third, year, third, third yeah. year. So you know, pretty soon people are gonna start having those conversations of you know empty stats like he's averaging what 28 8 and 8 8 no 28 9 and 9 let me, let me put some respect on his name my bad 28 <laughs> 99 
Uh, th- these are all-star numbers. These are MVP numbers. But, you know, how how much, I mean, like, does it does it matter? Like, are, are these empty stats? Like, I, I saw an interview with him the other day. I think it was Stephen A. where Stephen A. kind of asked him, like, um, you know, like, are you happy with where your team is? Like, you know, you, you basically he said you're having a phenomenal season, but, um, you know, are, are you happy? And Luca was like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care that I'm that I'm that I'm doing all this. Like, I he personally thinks that he's not having a good season because his team isn't winning, which, you know, if if, if you're a Mavericks brand uh, fan, you love to see it. But also you're kind of like, oh, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This guy's yeah. won at every level of his career. It's all he knows is winning. So this <laughs> yeah. is like what, what's going on. I'm doing I'm <laughs> putting up a 30 point triple double and we getting our you know, we losing. What's, what, what is this? Exactly. What, y'all suck. So. <laughs> y'all suck. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. And honestly, okay. when you look at the standings, the Mavericks might get squeezed out. I mean, there's the play-in, so, you know, 9-10. Mm-hmm. This, this thing kind of tight. I, I see the, maybe the Spurs dropping out, maybe the Blazers, but this uh, musical chair is only so many spots, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's that's the crazy thing about the West. Like, Sack is playing well, which we'll talk about them in a little while. Um, Memphis, uh, they lost John Morant for a little while. They were in the AFC, but they're, they're still – they're 10-10. So, I mean, it's not over for them. Uh, and Houston, when they made the trade, and like I said, New Orleans, there's, there's, there's so many teams in the West that could make a run at that 9 and 10 playoff spot. So, they've yeah, they've got to get it together. Um, last thing I want to talk about is Denver. Now, obviously, again, as of late, Denver has uh, has been playing really well. Um, Denver is 6-4 and four in their last 10. They're 13-11 overall now. Uh but if we flash back a week and a half, two weeks, like they were like in the bottom of the West with Houston and OKC. And it's weird because this is literally the same team. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think they made any roster additions or subtractions. Uh, although uh, they lost they, old boy to Detroit. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Jeremiah Grant or Jeremy Grant. Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. Grant. Yeah. So, um, you know, they they did play in the Western Conference Finals with us in the bubble. So, I mean, they it could just be that. Like, it could be that, that hangover. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that they're turning it on as of late because, like, a lot of people are very high on Denver. I, I mean, still, I, I, I don't get it. I mean, obviously, Jamal Murray did his thing, but he's back to being regular Jamal Murray now. Uh, yep. So, and, and Jokic, man, Jokic has been playing lights out for the past two weeks. Uh, he's really he's all yeah, uh, but I mean, like he's been putting up crazy numbers like the past two weeks. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he had like a forty-point triple-double. Uh, he yeah, almost he had a fifty-point game. Like yeah. he's been, he's been putting up numbers out there. So, uh, I'm I'm happy that Denver's finally getting on the right track. But for for a little while, it looks like they were in that danger zone. Uh, what do you think about Denver? I, I mean, I, I can't put a finger on Denver to be honest. I, to me, mm-hmm. they've never really been that good. Like I've always respected Jokic. Like he's a beast. And he, I feel like he is indeed a top ten player and someone who could win a series on his own down there. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, if Jamal Murray isn't looking like Steph bubble. Curry out here. Yeah, bubble Steph, you know, bu- bubble Murray. Uh, they're just, they're just kind of, you know, just a good team, but nothing that scares me. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I mean, I, when I watch Denver, sometimes I'll see Jamal Murray just be sitting in the corner. You know, don't touch the ball. I'm like, are you are you gonna be are you supposed to be the, uh, an all star like the second star or what? I mean, I don't I don't really know what they're what they're doing there. And then they're almost just they almost they almost have too many guys and they don't know how to focus the touches and, and the, the shots to the right people. I mean, that's when I watch mm. Denver, it's like 
you know, are, they, are y'all trying to be great or are you just fine with being good and like developing? Like, are they, are they maybe they're trying to wait out like the Lakers or something, trying to wait out some of these, you know, the top end contenders on their timeline and they're just chilling. It's, I wonder why they're not more aggressive in trying to make a move, like trying to get a you know a second or third star. It's just I've, I've had these questions about Denver the last few years. Like, what are y'all waiting on? Like, you've got all these guys, got the assets, um, even getting these guys that uh, were like supposed to be top ten picks, and you know in high school, but they got hurt in college, so their draft stock came down. Like R.J. Hampton and Michael Porter Jr. Uh, even Bo Bo was like a highly sought after prospect in high school. They got these all these young guys. Uh, just kind of sitting around, not really getting minutes aside from Porter. It's like, what what is the point here? So I don't know. I'm kind of kind of ranting, but to me, they're just. I'm not worried about Denver, but they could be, <laughs> they could beat the Clippers. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's that's good for us. Well, I'm not scared of the Clippers, but yeah. What do you, what do you see? What do you when you watch Denver? What do you see? So this am, is the am thing I, I don't. Negative? No, 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 no. I, I I don't watch Denver at all. Um, these these guys are not a league pass team. They just you know what? It's really it's really weird. They're they they remind me of like the old Spurs. Like they're just um boring and un, unexciting, and there's no reason for me to watch them. Uh, I'm I'm not a fan of Jokic's game. Like his game is ugly and clunky, and uh, <laughs> I mean he it, it, it's very I weird. I mean like yeah. he's he's a beast. Like don't get me wrong, but. I'm I'm not going to tune in to at 9:30 at night to watch the Denver Nuggets. I'm just I'm not. Uh, I I will admit I w- I was curious to see how how Jamal Murray was going to play uh, based on his bubble because like in, in the bubble like this dude was in, like he like Steph Curry like he was pulling up from anywhere making any layup like 40 a night like Jamal Murray was a show. Um, that's and probably like, that's probably my thing. That's probably where I'm at with him. I'm I'm just like why is Murray not? You know I thought he took a leap. What's what's going on? So, yeah. That's yeah. it. I'm not. I can't be excited about them until Murray's averaging like 23 plus a game. What is he at? Oh, 18. 18. Uh, yeah. Yikes. So yeah, um, do better, Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some some surprise teams. These are these are teams that uh, that I thought were going to be you know bottom of the barrel or damn near it. Um, but th- these teams are actually fighting, and I'm I'm happy because uh, it, it's good to have new blood in there every now and then. Uh, let's talk about Charlotte. LaMelo mm. Ball and the Charlotte Hornets, Michael Jordan, Charlotte Hornets. Um, obviously, they're in the East, so 12 and 14 is good enough for a seventh place right now in the Eastern Conference. But uh, LaMelo Ball has been stringing, stringing along a lot of good games lately. Uh, I, I think they have him starting now. Um, so that, that's yeah. good for him, uh, especially because uh, earlier in the season, his coach was like, he can't play defense, so can't have him out on the floor. Uh, but now... Uh, and Gordon Hayward looks great out there in Charlotte too. So like these guys, I'm, I'm happy for these guys that they're fighting and they care. Um, what have you seen from Charlotte this year? I mean, it's funny. Like I was, I was one of the ones questioning the Gordon Hayward signing, right? Cause like, if you got a young team, why, why, why are you signing Gordon Hayward? Or are you trying to just chase the seventh seed or eight seed? But you know what? If LaMelo is going to be this good, if he's going to be the guy that looks like, you know, the best player in this draft, most you know, possibly, Mm-hmm. Um, a future guy that could be putting up 20 plus, 10 plus assists, and you know, eight plus rebounds. But hey, look, you've got a guy, you've got a, a potential top 10 player. So, yeah, uh, you know, if I was a Hornets fan, I'd be ecstatic. Honestly, LaMelo is possibly one of the most exciting players in the league right now. Like, mm-hmm. he, he does crazy ass passes, and um, he's, 
you know, just just highlight plays galore. He he, he could he could dunk on you. He could uh, he shoots these thirty footers. Like it's like what, look at this this guy just taking these crazy shots, doing this stuff, and he's doing it all with a smile, just cheesing out there, having fun. Mm-hmm. It's, yep, <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. So. Um, I, I'm shocked. I'm um, absolutely floored. I did not think he'd be this good. I, I, I liked his game, but I thought he'd struggle to score. I, you know, maybe mm-hmm. just watching Lonzo, you kind of just already kind of have a frame of reference with the ball brothers. And you're just like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to give you time, Lamelo, because I see <laughs> in, in, in Australia, you're shooting 38% so uh, from the field. So I'm like, all right, this, you're probably going to struggle to score in the NBA. But no, he maybe it's something about the open space and uh, – Really, no, ain't nobody playing defense this year as anyway, so mm-hmm. maybe he's finding it easier that way, too. But I'm pleasantly surprised. LaMelo's a beast, and like I said, Gordon Hayward's having a fantastic bounce-back season. He just got to stay healthy, man. And yep. um, You know, from watching these like LaMelo highlights and snippets and games, when I do watch them, they've got a decent little squad down there, like some athletic mm-hmm. dudes, man. Uh, Malik Monk is finally getting freed off the bench. Uh Miles Bridges feel like he just get a poster like every game, like a nasty yeah. one. This dude, um, this dude's bounce is insane, insane, like and st- strong, like he, yeah, <laughs> he out here looking like uh, a power forward or something. Um, <laughs> and you know, a couple guys, Rozier and uh, uh, PJ Washington, and you know, some they got, they they got some guys. They they probably need to work on their big men, but I, I like what they're doing down there. So yeah. kudos to Michael Jordan. You got a uh, you know something percolating down there. Yeah. And yeah, um, I'm 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 really happy for Gordon Hayward. Like I said, like he's he's looking great, uh, looking like All Star Gordon Hayward. To me, he, he's a lock so far. Um, but that's something we'll, we'll discuss later. Uh, let's talk about the Knicks, <laughs> mm. the New York Knickerbockers. Um, oh my God, these guys, um, they're 11 and 15 right now. Which in the West, I mean, sorry, in the East, that's that's a one game out of out of a playoff spot currently. If the playoffs started today. They would be in a playing tournament to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And shout out to former Laker Julius Randle. This guy has been balling. Um, I think I think throughout his time with the Lakers, we could all see that he could play. Like yeah. I, 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 I don't think there was any doubt about whether whether he could ball in the NBA or not. Um, it was just about him putting everything he had together because he he had the power. He he, he had he had the mid range. Uh, he had the the athleticism. He had the skill, um, but now he's putting it all together and he's having a crazy season. I'm just I'm so happy for Randall, man, and and the Knicks, you know, by by extension. Um, and they they just got Derrick Rose in a trade, so I'm I'm happy for the Knicks, man. What what's your thoughts on the Knicks so far? Yeah, I mean, honestly, they'd probably be better off tanking. And they would because be. <laughs> this next draft is supposed to be amazing. Like they say, the top ten, like. You could find a, a star in like in, in the top ten for each you know each uh, spot one through ten, so mm. you know um, I don't know like I, I I like kudos to their new front office right because they're they're doing it right they didn't go blow a whole bunch of money in the off season going to sign you know some washed up guys they just went and got some some if the guys that were washed up they gave them like minimum deals they didn't do nothing crazy it's like you know what we we not going to compete anyway so what's the point in trying to Chase Gordon Hayward and sign him. Now maybe they'd be higher in the playoffs race this year, but like to what end? Do the Knicks just want to make the playoffs? I right. know it's been a while, but I'm sure they want to like have something more sustainable building towards possible contention, right? So, um, you know, with the with the roster they have now, I don't think they're there, but you know, positive momentum, right? 
Even exactly, when the Lakers yeah. finally started to like, uh, ironically, when Magic and Rob Palenka first started with the Lakers, they finally starting to do stuff the right way. And you, know, you start to see that with the Knicks. So maybe in like a year or two, if they don't go crazy, like how Magic Johnson did, they don't go crazy. <laughs> um, perhaps, uh, well, actually, Magic did sign LeBron. So it would say perhaps they could get a free agent to come over there and, you know, turn the franchise around. I don't know if it'll be this upcoming summer since so many guys signed ex- extensions and, you know, took themselves off the table. Like this, this next summer was supposed to be like a great free agency summer, but it's now it's not. Um, but, you know, they're building something. Um, mm-hmm. I like even I don't know if you mentioned R.J. Barrett. He's taken yeah. uh, a bit, you know, a stride this season to where he's uh, scoring more efficiently, playmaking a little bit, rebounding, defending. Um I don't know how, but Alfred Payton has been decent for them. They uh, <laughs> quickly, Emmanuel quickly, this guard they, they drafted, mm-hmm. they, they love Rick. him. Yeah. yeah. And um, shout out to Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau. He's, he's got yep. these dudes playing defense and, you know, it's it's a very stripped down basic offense. Basically, Randall is like their point four. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's doing a good job. Um but you know, Tom Tom Thibodeau makes it work, man. You gotta put some respect in his name. Like now, he he does you know burn out. I think he's not the you know we'll see. But I don't think he's probably not the coach to take a team over the top. But he's a he's a very good like development and good habits type coach mm-hmm. to at least get them going. Eventually, you know, once they get a good team, they'll probably start tuning him out. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, just lastly, going back to Randall, just total total kudos. I mean. He's uh he's shooting threes now like at, at like four five six a game at a good percentage. Um, he's you know scoring efficiently, rebounding, leading, defending, uh, mm-hmm. assisting. He's he's everything that you could ever expect out of Julius Randle to be honest. Um, yeah. So twenty two and eleven, bro. That's that's insane. Yeah, and and six it. assists. Yeah. So. Kudos to him. Keep it up. He should be making an all-star team this year. Oh, and 38% from three. I mean, that's just, that's unbelievable. Four yeah. attempts a game. Wow. Um, so keep it up. Uh, he, he should be an all-star lock. And hopefully, you know, going forward, this is the new guy. This is the new Julius Randle. It probably never yeah. would have worked with the Lakers because we kept getting them number two picks. And they, we were prioritizing other guys over him. Mm-hmm. Seems like he, he's got to be the guy. He, he needs the ball in his hands. And if he's going to play this efficiently, he can be that guy for you. For sure. At least in some capacity. So but before we move away from the Knicks, I want to talk about a guy that just got traded away from him. Uh, we're talk about Dennis Smith Jr. Um, this guy might be on his way out of the league, and I'm, I'm not sure what's going on. Like, I don't know if it's his health or if he just – if he lost his spot and he couldn't get it back. I don't know if it's mental. But right. Dennis Smith Jr. had a great first season with Dallas. I mean, he was looking like like – like he could be a point guard that could at least compete in the league, you know, be a be a steady placeholder in the league. Um, but like I I don't know what's going on. Like he, th- there were times where where he couldn't even get in the game in New York, and now they just traded him away. He's talking about going to the G League. Like, what just is going on with Dennis Smith Junior? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's all between the ears. Like I think he's got the, all the talent in the world, athleticism. Uh, he's he's not a great shooter, but you know, he's not a terrible one. Um, but I just think he don't know, he don't know, he's not a point guard. He don't know how to run a team. He don't really know what he's doing out there. Um, he just seemed like he's just out there trying to score. Um, I haven't seen him play in like two years cause he's been buried on the bench, but, yeah. um, his second year when, in Luca's rookie year, it was very apparent that he had to go because he was getting <laughs> jealous that Luca was better than him. And, and he would just be looking Luca off, wouldn't pass him the ball. 
it's, it's just something like and he just kept doing the most boneheaded uh, <laughs> shots and, and turnovers and you know just not you know a guy be wide open in the corner and he wants to take a 18 footer it's just like I don't know like so <laughs> I think he's got a, he needs reps at the end of the day so and it seemed like the Knicks gave up on him so if they're not gonna yeah. play him then yeah put him in the G League but who who did he get traded to I don't even know Detroit he got traded for Derrick Rose oh so did, is Detroit playing him or is he still in the G League. I, I think he requested to go to the G League when he was with the Knicks, though. Yeah, so I mean, I I don't know if he's back with Detroit okay. or or what the situation is, but it's just it's crazy to see, you know, how how far people fall off, man. It's crazy. crazy. I mean, look, yeah, we've seen it. I mean, there's a Manuel Moutier, where where he who he played for now. He was, <laughs> he was like a number five pick, right? Yeah, or six pick, something like that. Josh Josh Jackson too. They got drafted by Phoenix. Um, I think we just saw him the other night. Yeah, he would Detroit, and he's playing a lot better. Now. Okay, Detroit, yeah, okay. But yeah, for a few years, it was looking dicey out there for him. Yep. And uh, every time we talk about players falling off, man, I got to bring up poor old Blake Griffin. Good Lord. I just... <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there was something I saw the other day that said that he, he hasn't had a dunk in an NBA game in two years. That oh that can't gosh. be true, but That's crazy. it That's might like, be, bro. <laughs> it might be, yeah, because I only see him shooting threes, or like he might, yeah. back, he might post up from the three-point line if he got a smaller guy on him. But he's gonna take yeah. a, a fade away. He don't he don't do nothing in the paint no more. Yeah, it's crazy. And it, it's not like Billy Grimm is an old man. Like he's not he's not thirty eight. He's and them knees 30. is old. But them yeah, the knees. Yeah, the knees, man. The knees. Woo. <laughs> RP to Blake Griffin's career. Um trading boy, getting traded to Detroit is like a death sentence for him. But that's 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 where another pot. That seems to be for everybody. That's a graveyard these days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to part one of our conversation. Guys, this conversation will continue next Friday. Uh, we're going to continue to talk surprise teams in the NBA. We're going to give our picks on the MVP and all-star race like I talked about earlier. And uh, we're going to finish it up with some Lakers talk. So we had a lot of great conversation, guys. I wanted to break it up into two parts for you just to make sure you get the full effect. And uh, that's all for now, guys. I will see you on Monday with the new news, reviews, updates, tidbits, and factoids episode. Thank you so much.